Hi, everybody, and welcome to the Dr. Psych Mom Show. Today, we're going to talk about why your wife promises sex that she doesn't give you. And uh, this is a common sort of complaint from men that I hear, and they don't really understand it, and I can help you understand it pretty readily. Uh, before that, though, um, please do subscribe because I have loads of subscriber episodes that are great. The most recent is why to get to a place of acceptance before you divorce. Um, so moving forward, <laughs> there's, I mean, there's, there's only so many ways I could tell you about the most recent podcast episode of subscriber episodes. I mean, there's loads of others too, but I mean, I just kind of get sick of telling you, you got to, it's just one of those things you got to experience it for yourself. You just have to subscribe and then see the plethora of wonderful episodes that are then at your fingertips. So today we want to dispel the myth that women are somehow worse than men because they promise something that they don't give and men, of course, would never. What are we talking about? Of course they do the same thing. Think about it. How many times has your wife said to you, you know what, I think it would be really nice. I think it would be really nice if we did more date nights or something. And then you're like, oh, yeah, that would be really nice. Week goes by, two weeks go by. (laughs) Like, she is hoping that the next morning you're going to tell her, oh, uh, I planned something for Friday. Literally. that Really, she's thinking that. Like, if you think that's crazy, that's just the same thing as what she's doing. A woman, when you think that she says, we should do more day nights, or we should enroll the kids in more activities, or we should really hang out with so-and-so, whatever couple down the street more. Or we should really organize the garage. Or we need to clean this kitchen because I saw ants the other day. Or we need to get the kids new backpacks. Look at these backpacks. Or whatever the fuck she says. And then you say, oh yeah, sure, I understand. Right? Because you're supposed to say that. You're validating it. Of course, it's really not that important to you. You think about the kids' backpacks approximately less than never. So this shit doesn't really, you know, matter to you. So in the moment, you're thinking about it. You're trying to be a good guy. Couple down the street. You could probably care if they live or die. But if she wants to hang out with them, all right, okay, sure. If they were literally in front of your face asking to hang out, you would say yes. Otherwise, do you think about them? Not at all. When your wife brings it up, sounds like a good idea. Okay, she's smiling. That's always good. Agree, fine. Does it sound like something you give a shit about either way? No, but does she have to know that? No, you're trying to be a nice guy. It is exactly the same thing when she talks about sex. You've complained that you aren't sexual enough in the relationship. You say you want her to initiate and be flirtatious. Does she really understand this shit? Not really. She has the sex drive of like um, an armoire, you know? I mean, she feels approximately never that she would like love to hook up with you later, but she knows that this is some flirtatious type of shit that you want her to say. So when she's feeling good, she's going to say it. There is approximately zero continuity between what she says and what she's going to do. The same way as when you say, oh yeah, definitely, we should go to fall festivals more. That does not mean that your ass is on the internet scouring the next fall festival in your area. And if you're the type of person, the sort of parenthetical, covertly narcissistic, end parentheses, person that thinks, oh yes, every single thing that my wife has ever mentioned, I have gotten upon that forthwith. I have immediately made every plan that she has ever discussed. Yeah, right. 
yeah, right. You're not a perfect person. Look in at yourself. You don't even know the things that you don't know. Like nobody does. So if I asked your wife, she could have a list of a million things that you don't do. You know, that you have conveyed to her that you will do, but you've just not. You know, and those things are so unimportant to you and they do not rise to the level of anything that you remember because definitionally they are not important to you so you don't remember them. And that's exactly how she feels about it when she texts you during the day, oh, I can't wait till you get home later so we can go to bed. She thinks, oh, this is a thing he wants me to do. I'm being a good wife, you know, I feel good about him, so I'm going to flirt. Women that have a low sex drive or even a high sex drive that is responsive desire, they are still not men. They do not understand that in your mind, that is a narrative of something that will transpire later. It is not in that bucket of a commitment or a description of later events. It is called flirting. You've also said you want her to flirt and initiate or you've conveyed that. So that's what she thinks that she is doing. It is in a totally different category. It's the same as your category of being agreeable when my wife talks. So when she's sitting there saying, I want to go to the fall festivals, I want to clean out the garage, I think we should paint this house a different color, whatever. You are trying to be nice and agreeable. That is the bucket that 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 you are categorizing your responses into. You are not saying... Uh, By saying, oh, yes, you're right, I am signing a contract with my words and I will begin to paint the house this evening. You're not saying that. But she, stupidly, just like you're stupid in the same regard with the text messages, you know, she thinks you will. So then people come into couples counseling and the woman will say something like, And he said that we could renovate the basement. He told me that last year and he's still not done it. And he's like, what? What are you talking about? And she's like, no, I remember where we were standing. It was 11.45 a.m. I said we should renovate the basement. Then it could be a nice play area for the children. And you said, yes, we should. And I said it would be a good time to start that over spring break. And you said, yes, it would. And spring break came and went and nothing happened to the basement. And I think about this 14 times every day. That is how she feels about you doing an offhand, agreeable comment that really was absolutely no contract in your mind. That is how it is when she says, oh, I can't wait to go to bed with you later. That is in the bucket of flirting. It is something that she is saying in order to be a good wife. She has no idea that you think that this is some sort of promise or commitment. Zero idea. When women hear this, they are astonished. It goes against everything that they thought. They thought that the flirtation is saying, I want to do X, Y, Z. Remember, women are much more frequently words of affirmation people, and men are physical touch people. So the man is thinking these words of affirmation are good because they are the signifier of some physical touch that will transpire. But the woman is thinking, because she is a words of affirmation person, aren't I being a good wife doing these words of affirmation? With my words, I am telling him that he is attractive by conveying that I want to have sex with him, even if I don't want to right now. And and I know if, if any, you know, if any past evening in the past 10 years is any indicator, 
cater. I will not want to tonight either. But I am flirting with him and being nice and a good wife by saying something like, oh, you looked handsome today. I can't wait to be with you later. She has no idea that you believe that there is some sort of contract that is being signed by that text message that she will have sex with you later. She has zero idea. And if you tell her, it's going to be a mind fuck. So I obviously suggest that you tell her. But not only should you tell her, but you should ask what are things like that that you do. You should say, I have realized that we probably think about these flirtatious text messages a lot differently. You know, and and I've I've always, and this is going to surprise you, but for all these years, when you say something about seeing me later and that we're going to go to bed later, I actually, every time I'm counting down the hours until we do whatever you said we're going to do, I literally think that it's going to happen. And I have started to realize that since you're not a mean person, you're, you're not a mean person. You're, she's not somebody that says to the kids, hey, kids, get in the car. We're going to go get ice cream and then decides instead we're not. Right. She doesn't do that. She understands what it would be to promise something and not deliver, but she doesn't have those words in the bucket of a promise. She has it in the bucket of flirtation. So then you say, I have realized that since you're not a mean person who tends to break promises uh, regularly, and this is the only one I could really think of that you do, you must not think of it as an explicit promise in the way that I do. So I'm trying to think like about it differently. And, and is that right? Do you mostly do it as flirting? You know, and if and in another case where you feel sexually excited during the day and you just stop feeling that way at night, which is, you know, younger women feel like that. You know, everything is based on age, monogamy, kids, whatever. But there are a lot of women that I see that do feel more sexually arousable because they're relaxed and stuff during the day when the kids aren't in the house. And so that's when they send their text messages. And basically what they're saying is, I'm horny right now. And if the man were to teleport over, she would have sex with him. But he thinks that she's still going to be feeling like that later because he thinks she's like a man. Man feels horny at 12 p.m., feels horny at uh, 2 p.m., feels horny at 4 p.m., 6 p.m., 8 p.m., you know, so forth. You wake him up at 2 a.m., he's horny again. So it's like he, he doesn't really understand what it would be like to have, you know, so little testosterone, as I continually tell you, testosterone peaks at 6 a.m., but when you got pretty much none because you're a female, then by 6 p.m., there's zero, whereas for a man, it peaks at 6 a.m., by 6 p.m., it's a little less, but it's kind of negligible, especially when you're younger, but there are some women that are not putting it fully in the bucket of flirtation. It's an announcement that they are currently wanting to have sex. They're ovulating. They're relaxed. You know, maybe this is the time of day that they masturbate. A lot of women lay down in the middle of the day and they do that to relax and go to sleep, take a nap. You know, that that seems to be the sex life of some women is that because they don't really enjoy sex with the guy, because of all the one zillion reasons I've told you all, basically, the guy only wants to do it at night when they're exhausted, there's no foreplay, and they feel disconnected to him. If they still feel like any physiological sexual arousal, it happens in the middle of the day, so that's when they text the guy. So there's there's really two types of women. Most women are just doing it as flirtation. So you want to figure out which one your wife is. And some women are doing it as an announcement that at this time of day, during this time of the cycle, is when they do feel arousal. So, you know... 
you could be around during that time if you understood that that's what that was. So you could say, I've realized that you might be flirting, but also it might be that that time of the day is just when you want to have sex. Which one is it? And she'll say one or the other. And then you can actually, you know, change what you do and how you think, which is the point of epiphanies and introspection. You could say, for example, if she's a flirtatious type, you know, that's why she's doing it. You could say, I don't really find that flirtatious. I find it to be something that I then think is going to happen. So then you could decide it's a fork in the road for you. You could either decide to tell her not to do it anymore, but that might take something away from your life. Or you could say, I'm going to rethink it. And when you say stuff like that, I'm just going to flirt with you back, you know, so that I don't end up resenting you because I think that you're, you know, telling me to go in the car, taking me out for ice cream, and instead you just drive me back home. Um, or if she is actually saying, no, actually, I'm kind of telling you that that is when I'm laying down and feeling like excited. That's the kid's nap. That's like basically my chance to feel like myself. And sometimes I do feel horny then. Then you could say, well, then I'm going to rearrange my schedule a couple days out of the week. And that's when we are going to meet up in the bedroom. And that could be helpful because a lot of women will have sex in the afternoon. And that's pretty much the only time because they don't listen to my morning time. <laughs> and also there's a lot of women whose husbands don't help in the morning. So if you're a man who's who does not help with the kids in the morning why the hell would you expect to get laid in the morning she has to do all the shit for the kids if you want to get laid in the morning why don't you try to take over all the shit for the kids so you know i mean just just makes sense but the the point is having this discussion in and of itself would probably make you 10,000 times closer. As I talk about all the time, people need to talk to one another openly about sex if they expect to have a better sex life within their intimate relationship. You have to be open, honest, and authentic. And and this, instead of mind reading, you know, and assuming that like your wife is toying with you or she's some bitch or she just has no empathy, you should also continue the conversation, by the way, to say, I've realized that I might do this same thing without realizing realizing it, such as when you say stuff like, boy, it would be nice if this weekend we went to a fall festival, and I say, oh, yeah, and then I never, ever bring it up again, when you may be waiting for me, let's say, to do it, because otherwise you think that I wouldn't really like it, you know, because I sulk through it, or I say I should be watching football, and so it would be meaningful to you if I initiated the fall festival at night after saying, yes, that's a good idea, the same as it would be meaningful to me if you initiated sex in the evening after um, flirting with me on text in the afternoon. If you come to your wife with some shit that you're doing wrong, it will always go well. (laughs) I, I mean, 100%. Of the time, it goes better when you can say, "Here's something that I am doing wrong." Not just, "Oh, I found something you're doing wrong." I mean, think about it. It's just human nature. People are more responsive to hearing other people be vulnerable and to admit blame than to be attacked themselves. So, what did you learn from this podcast? First of all, your wife is not an unfeeling monster. She thinks about sexual comments in a completely different category than you do. For her, this is verbal flirtation that is making you feel good. In your mind, it is making you feel worse because it is it is it is a contractual offer that is then being rescinded she does not even honestly most of the time remember 10 minutes after the the flirtatious conversation is done she feels nothing but a little warm glow because ironically she thinks she was a good wife by texting you those sorts of things that you like because you've made it clear that you like sex in general so she's thinking well I can't have actual sex right now or probably later but you know what I can do is I can flirt with him seems to like that that way I would like flirting in my love language and in fact it's so funny because some women are actually doing this to be a better wife and they're ending up making the marriage worse 
because the guy takes it as a breach of contract when in their mind they're just trying to be fun and flirty. So have the conversation with your wife because she does not understand how you think of it and you probably don't understand how she thinks of it. In a best case scenario, you could feel less bitterness and resentment. Actually, there's an even better case scenario where she's like, no, at 2 p.m. is the only time of the day when I can even visualize having sex because that's when, you know, the baby goes down. And if you were around, we would have sex then, but you're not, you know, and you could be like, oh, I guess I should start working earlier in the day so that I could take a break from two to three. That would be great. You know, people actually come to these sorts of compromises, but they can't come to them out of the clear blue sky. They have to come to them after discussion. So hopefully this podcast allowed you to think about your wife in a different way, with less animosity, with more understanding, with an increased ability to perspective take, and gives you a little bit of a template for a conversation that you could potentially have that will lead to increased perspective taking and empathy on both sides, which is always the hallmark of a healthy relationship. All right, I'll talk to y'all soon. Bye-bye.